0: influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at Qatar Economic Forum.com.
1: Let's get to our guest, Christopher Smart, Chief Global Strategist at Bearings. Christopher, we were promised pain by Jay Powell at Jackson Hole. Is this what we're seeing? Are we seeing rolling capitulation here in the stock market?
2: Well, we're seeing certainly pain in the markets. I'm not sure that's what uh, Jay Powell had in mind when he was using those words. I mean, I think we are in a part of the cycle where the economy is slowing, where price pressures continue to persist, and that is going to put a crimp into both profits uh, as well as at some point or other the jobs market. And that's where the real pain, I think, is going to be felt among among most Americans when unemployment still, you know, closer to three and a half percent probably has to tick significantly higher uh, for inflationary pressures to cool.
3: Essentially, Christopher, what uh, is being done is the inflation, they're trying to slay the beast of inflation at the price of job losses. Uh, Do you think this is the right strategy?
2: Well, I'm afraid it's the only strategy that we have uh, have for us right now. Inflation is one of those persistent problems that ultimately affects everybody, uh, rich and poor, ultimately leads to lower growth, ultimately leads to higher unemployment. And so you have to stabilize prices first, which comes with a certain cost, obviously, in order to set the ground uh, and the foundation for that next leg up up of growth. Um, obviously the Fed is hoping to do this with as little cost as possible. But I think what we are seeing is that energy, you know, inflationary pressures have been much more broad-based than we thought. Inflation is coming down, but much more slowly than we thought. And that's why the Fed is, you know, forced into some of these significant rate hikes here. I would say the, the bigger question, I think, for markets is not the hikes, but it's the it's the cuts, when the cuts might come. And I think you uh, you alerted alluded to this earlier in one of your reports. Um, markets are starting to wonder when next year the Fed will stop raising rates and start to cut because the economy will be weak. I think our view is that there is such momentum, you know, behind the economy right now that it those cuts aren't going to come anytime soon next year.
1: So we have Ford added to FedEx's story. Uh, is it inevitable here, or is the jury still out on this spreading to? all of corporate America?
2: Well, it's gonna spread beyond those two names and obviously others have announced job cuts as well. What is still remarkable is, as I mentioned, this low unemployment rate. Unemployment is a lagging indicator, so we shouldn't spend too much time focused on it. But um, anecdotally, it still remains very difficult to hire people in certain areas of the economy. Uh, Wage growth continues to be uh, pretty strong and the quits rate is quite high, So, so clearly, people, uh, most Americans who hold a job feel that they can quit and find another job pretty easily.
3: So, Christopher, having a look at uh, what we have at the moment in terms of the reaction to what the Fed is uh, doing, um, the thing is, we have many things originally which were not part, uh, I should say, were not really, they weren't able to deal with, i.e. it was supply side inflation. Now, tell me something, how is that morphed and is inflation here to stay?
2: Well, I think it's here to stay for uh, for a while in the sense that uh, you know, getting back to that sub two percent inflation that we enjoyed before the pandemic looks like it's a couple of years off. I think as we look at CPI and the different pressures that are driving it right now, it includes pressures on housing and shelter. Rent prices still remain high and are likely to continue you know, to be sticky on the way down as long as wages remain resilient. Um, I think energy prices, you know seem to be cooling off a little bit. but you know, this escalation that we're now seeing in Russia and Ukraine is likely to lead to tighter sanctions and may lead to further disruptions in energy markets. And then, of course, on the food side, uh, it doesn't directly impact the u s necessarily, but global food markets you know might be threatened by um, this very fragile deal to allow exports from Russia and Ukraine. And I think those are all question marks that have to, lead people to uh, to be expecting those pressures to, to continue a little
1: longer, a little higher and a little longer. So some of the pain that we referred to uh, is in the markets. Um, obviously that uh, the, the pain that Jay Powell was talking about had to do with the economy, but you can't separate the two so easily. So you have the, the bond market and the all country world index uh, down between 20 and say 25%. Is there a corner of the market that looks safe or attractive to you at the moment?
2: Well, I think any corner where there are, you know, strong balance sheets, uh, relatively low debt service, uh, fixed rate debt rather than floating rate debt. I mean, I, I'm not sure I can tell you, you know, obviously defensive parts of the market, utilities, um, maybe healthcare look like better plays than the, the more um, uh, than other parts of the market that, that are going to rely on very strong global growth. Um, I think most investors right now, you see it in the surveys, I see it talking to my colleagues, are kind of um, much more cautious in the short term. But, you know, these are things that will pass. And as I mentioned earlier on, at some point, the hiking will stop and the market will start looking for moments when the Fed may start easing again. I think that's that's the conversation we'll be having early next year.
3: Is that, is that why many people are at the moment really uh, betting there could be a pivot, even though they've been uh, told that there won't be, in, in essence? I mean, we've got at the moment a lot of CEOs talking about cost reductions, which, which which means effectively layoffs. And, you know, in the last news conference, Jay Powell said housing activity is weakened. Well, it really has weakened if we have a look at the data. So the thing is that impact, the impact of that can start to spread very quickly.
2: Indeed it can. And I think um, you know, that's what we're all watching for. Uh, and I think maybe the, the pessimists are the ones who are hoping and expecting rate cuts to come soon. I think as we look at the data, as we talk to companies, um, there is still a lot of momentum in the market. Um, uh, and I'm sorry, a lot of momentum in the economy, uh, which leads us to believe that those hikes have to remain in place for a little bit longer to, to again, to cool down those those inflationary pressures. Um, I think the um, those are the kinds of things that have to play out before we can expect the Fed to really start um, start loosening again. That being said, of course, you know there's always the possibility for an accident in these tightening cycles. Something always pops uh, in, a, mm. in a negative surprise. Sometimes it's Mexico, sometimes it's Orange County. Um, yeah. There's a lot of attention today in the in the private equity space. You know, it's hard to know. It's impossible to know exactly where that could happen. But that's why. Putting money to work well, today, you want to be in places with strong balance sheets and low debt service.
1: If you think it's just time that we have to get through, like you said, at some point, um, interest rates will probably stabilize. Uh, what is that time? If it, Do you feel like, uh, say, six months from now or nine months from now, we'll be in a better place or not yet?
2: I, it feels like we will be in a better place. Uh, I wouldn't say we're in a place where um, inflation is back at the Fed's target of 2% on average. Clearly, that's a long way away. That's a longer way away. But I think the good news over the last couple of weeks and months is that inflation seems to have peaked. It's not going higher from here.
3: Christopher, thank you so much for joining us. Christopher Smart there, Chief Global Strategist at at, uh, Bearings, giving us his take on the markets.
0: The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, 1,000 global leaders will gather in Doha for the Carter Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg.